0: Hello everyone, we'd like to welcome you to the Crossroads podcast. Here on the Crossroads, it's where North and South and East and West meet, Highway 55 and Highway 40. As we prepare for the host, Dr. Leo Adams to come in today and talk about Living to eat or eating to live. This is another episode. This is episode 20 of this topic. And we are so glad to have you in the studio this morning of BVS Productions. We see that Dr. Adams has uh, connected and we'll turn it over to the host of the show. None other than Dr. Lee O. Adams. Go ahead, Doc. Good morning, good morning,
1: good morning, and good morning again to each of you. It is such a pleasure to be back on BVS Gospel Net with our producer, none other than Dr. Bruce Smith, that I call the Bishop of Broadcasting. We're here on this great day. This is the 23rd day of January, AD 2021, and... 5781 year in the Hebrew calendar. It is great. It, the sun is shining and there is plenty of light. We're trusting that you will join us on this uh, record-breaking podcast on this morning as we talk to you from Crossroads where our symbols are the interstate markings of Interstate 40 and Interstate 55, where North and South meets East and West, where coming together is the epicenter and the center point. It is the crossroads. Yes, we have reached a crossroads in our lives and in the lives of our families, in the lives of our friends and neighbors. It's time to make a difference in our world. As Dr. Martin Luther King said at one time, there is something going on in Memphis. There's something going on in our world. And certainly, we are at the crossroads. It is where we discuss contemporary topics of interest with leading men and women, such as yourselves and others, in business and in industry, and in religion and in education, in politics and in government, in our development of our communities, dealing with public safety, and especially now, health and wellness issues as our nation and our world have been inundated, had been invaded by a very deadly and contagious virus, and it had been given the name of COVID. And we find that even from the original strain of this virus, that other strains are being discovered, and the They are said to be as deadly or deadlier than the original strain. And so it is important. That is the topic all over the world. Our individual health and wellness and all of these issues, they are major concerns to us as a group, as a nation, individuals, and as a world. We wanna continue today to discuss our topic of using God's medicine for abundant living. If God doesn't have it, we are in bad, bad shape. We are people who are most miserable indeed and without hope, but thanks be to God From the beginning, he said, let there be. And in the book of Genesis, he has given us uh, the formula. He has given us uh, the basics of what we will need. For every disease, for every malady, for every virus or bacteria or germ a microbe that is harmful to the human body. The Most High understood this from the beginning, and he didn't have to go back and have not had to go back and reinvent anything. It does not matter whether it comes through nature or whether it comes through the manufacturing by man there is a remedy. There is a balm here on this earth right now to combat all of the ills from the physical and mental and emotional all the way through the spiritual and the eternal. The fact is is that God's words are stepping stones and guidelines. They're not stumbling blocks. They're designed to give us knowledge and wisdom and understanding that his way is the only way and that there is a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof is the way of death. And we don't have to. We don't have to live a life that will lead to a premature death. Man has a motive behind everything he does. Oh, there may be some good that comes out of some of it. But that is not the motivation for man doing things in this world. The motivation can be self-glory. That is to have your name written uh, in, in the stars and bright lights. It could be because you are some great research scientist, you were striving for the nobel prize in some area it could be that somebody is looking at a discovery for the profit motive and then there are other people we cannot discount them that their hearts are not right they are evil and they are diabolical and their desire is to destroy and to bring about distress and even death and annihilation. And so we have to take all of these factors into consideration. And Jesus put it this way, there is none good but God. And we know that there are men and women who are doing their very best to uplift humanity to make this a better place in which we are to live, in which we are living, in which we have a desire and a hope for our children and grandchildren to live better. But we have got to be able to combat some of the things that are going on right now if we are to see an improvement in our society. So God's words are uh, stepping stones and guidelines. They are not stumbling blocks. They are not designed to keep us down, but to build us up. And then, secondly, we have to understand that God's word is medicine. Everything that we need in this world right now and in this world to come is found in the word of God. One writer said his word, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. God's word is medicine. It's good for the healing of the nations. And that healing is found in plants and in trees and in roots and stems, found in bark and flowers and seeds and fruit all nature, everything that God made. The pronouncement is, and it was good. Even our air, even our water, even our earth, even our sun, all is designed to help us to be better in body, in spirit, in mind, in emotion, as well as to live together peacefully and in harmony with one another. I want to thank you this morning. I want to let you know, Brother Max, thank you for tuning us in on today. If you have a question, you may inbox us If you don't have the necessary means uh, by which to join us on this podcast, you may inbox us with your questions and we'll be glad to give you answers as much as we can. Of course, we're still talking about eating to live or living or living to eat. Eating to live or living to eat. Everybody in this world has to partake of some physical food in order to sustain our bodies. And it's not so much that we have to feel like we've got to eat from everywhere all over the world whatever is indigenous to your area, whatever can be used to to sustain you, if you are careful about what you eat in terms of not putting too many harsh chemicals into your body and having your organs overloaded and toxed, then we can expect that on the average we can live healthy and productive lives. America grew up with land that was very fertile. It was rich in earth nutrients and the native americans had no problems with planting with tending with harvesting and with eating and for many many decades and a couple centuries this worked well for us. But then came the introdu- introduction of chemicals into the soils. Chemicals supposedly designed to help the crops. And perhaps they did have some benefit. But the negatives, for the most part, have outweighed the positives. And as a result, we're seeing more and more health care problems in America. I have cited before the fact that a 94 county region in the Delta area had a death rate of 40% above the entire United States, the same area in which farmers and families tended to their crops in a natural way. If there were weeds, they went out there and pulled them up, or they used a tool called an HOE that was designed to cut out the weeds from around the plants to make them grow and be more productive. They use natural fertilizer. And most of us know what it is. And I'm going to give you uh, uh, letters, CM, if you know what that means. And they used those fertilizers, and the crops grew. But then with the introduction of chemicals that were designed to kill the weeds, and we know anything that's uh, what we call a side, C-I-D-E means killer pesticide pest killer insecticide insect killer suicide self killer homicide another person killer gericide old people killer So when we use that CIDE as a pesticide, a germicide, we know, yes, it's killing that, but it also has other effects as well. And many of these chemicals have been detrimental not only to the insect, but to humans as well. And I can tell you, there have been many farm workers who have died early because they did not know the proper procedures to use these chemicals. Many of them weren't told that they needed to use gloves on their hands. And a lot of time they spilled the chemicals on their hands and they didn't have soap and water or any other kind of a cleanser. And it came uh, started to penetrate within their skin and into their uh, bones, into their muscles, and even into their organs and into the cellular level. Others weren't told that there is a residual effect of the fumes, and they ingested and breathed a lot of the chemicals into their bodies. And as a result, many of our family members who were also working on the large farms became infected and affected by the chemicals and many of them developed the cancers and other debilitating and deadly uh, diseases. And by the time they realized what was going on, many of them had reached stage four in their diagnosis. And so many of our the foods that we eat are contaminated. And there has been a resurgence of what is known as organically grown foods. And we know that any time you go back to natural, they want to say that it costs more. I would think that it would cost more to use chemicals and cost less to not use them, but I don't understand the logic. And maybe somebody will be able to explain that to me if you're on the podcast. Thank you. Mr. 64, Chase 64, and Trail 55, thank you so very much. And so we're talking about eating to live or living to eat. You can enjoy food today. And good food will make you feel good. Unfortunately, with all of this has come the proliferation of fast food. Drive around. Order what you want, and in a few minutes, your order will be ready. Generally deep-fried in oil that we don't know, your burgers and your fries, your shakes. Did you not know? That in 1970, fast food industry was not a billion dollar industry. Just hitting the surface all over. 1970, just six billion in fast food, and now it's over 140 billion. A 2,000-plus percent increase. The number of fast food drive-ins has increased from about 2,000 to over twenty-five to 30,000, and they're billing them yet. Something is going on. We spend money on fast food and other foods that causes us to gain weight. And then we turn around and spend money on products to help us to lose weight. Thank you, Billisto 7 I see you have joined us as well live. I just want to take this time out to say if you're on the line and you have comment or if you have an observation that you would like to share with us, feel free at this time to do so. Every 50 million people who go on a diet for every 50 million <clears throat> that make a New Year's resolution about dieting 47.5 million of them they lose weight and then they gain it back lose it Gain it back. Gain it, lose it, gain it back. It's a, it's a cycle. And guess who profits? Guess who benefits from all of this? The man in the middle. The middle man. Everybody profits off of us. The people who sell the food. And then the people who sell the weight loss programs, whether it's in supplements or whether it's going to the gymnasiums and the and, and the different centers, everybody has a plan. Whether you own a, a food plan, a meal plan, a, a drink plan, or whatever it is, they profit at our expense. And one of the things about diets is that they deprive our bodies of vital nutrients that are essential to good health and vitality. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will suffer low energy because what happens is We're depriving our bodies. And when that happens, it can lead to your immune system being suppressed, which would lead to illness and disease. Sometimes your skin starts to sag, you get headaches, you have anxiety, you have irritability, you have depressions. And all of this, has been known to be linked to inadequate nutrition for millions of dieters. You can succeed in losing weight, but you can fail in other ways. Because studies have shown that half the weight loss on a diet is muscle and lean body mass, which means you lose strength, you lose agility, you lose ability, and you are getting your body looks old, and it looks frail. When you lose muscle, your metabolic rate, your metabolism rate goes down. And so dieting is not the answer. It is not the answer. What is the answer? God has the answer, answer, excuse me. Eat to live and not living to eat. There are so many, so many diets out there. And I want to tell you how, if you don't mind, I could give you some ways to keep yourself healthy. Number one, cut your cholesterol level. Cut your cholesterol. How you do that? Eat a lot of fiber. It will help you. Some of you may not know it. But figs are good. It helps uh, your bad cholesterol from oxidizing and building up in your arteries and keep your blood from becoming sticky and clumping. And this will save us from strokes. It will halt high blood pressure. It will manage your weight, help you with your diabetes and guard against cancer. It can combat your kidney stones and for your constipation issues another thing if you're not eating that's good and that is fish 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 is good in the south i will prescribe to you a fish called buffalo And buffalo is a kosher fish for Jews because it has uh, fins and it has scales. It is an outstanding fish. Salmon, fresh salmon, is good. And you can, these fish can be prepared in so many different ways. And if you're gonna fry it, make sure you're frying it in healthy oil. Healthy oil would be grapeseed oil. Healthy oil would be olive oil. And you can bake them and you can grill them. You don't have to deep fry your fish. I want to let you know that your your seeds, your seeds are good. Your beans, black beans, pinto beans, green beans. These beans are good for your body. They are good for your health. Our foreparents, they ate plenty of beans, sometimes. They had beans with just a little meat in them. And they enjoyed them. And somebody made a song about beans and cornbread. Say beans and cornbread had a fight. And beans knocked cornbread out of sight. You can also use ginger. Ginger. Fresh ginger, as well as ginger oil. I make a tea. NJ, do you use ginger? You should. Ginger helps you to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. It calms your queasiness. It soothes your nausea. It helps to close the door on cancer. Ginger will clean up blood clots. Ginger will help with your stomach problems. If you have bloating and heartburn, use ginger. It is also a pain reliever. Many pain medicines, even aspirin, hurt as much as they help. Even when you take them for just a short time, you have to be careful of their side effects. But Virginia, on the other hand, ease your discomforts without giving you problems. It can be used for everyday muscle pain and migraines and aches and takes inflammation out of arthritis without any after effects. Ginger may not be the prettiest medicine in the produce department, and when you look at it, it's like a plant with a whole lot of fingers on it. And when you, if you taste it, it ha- it has a a high uh, spicy flavor to it. You can slice it, you can grate it, you can chop it. I'm just saying these things because if you're on the uh, podcast this morning, I want to let you know uh, if you have any comments on any of our uh, foods that I have mentioned you're certainly welcome to add to our conversation. Maybe perhaps you've had some uh, some issues with your health and you've had some natural remedies that you have used and perhaps you want to share those with us at this moment.
2: Uh, good morning, Dr. Adams. Uh, I, I missed last week and I, I want to talk about uh, with us as a people sometimes we have allergies that we don't know about and those allergies sometimes will will cause us problems, uh, later on in life, if that's okay. Yes, sir.
1: Go right ahead. I, uh,
2: I personally, uh, I, I, I'm 71, but at 45, I found out that I had a lot of, uh, a lot of food allergies. I caught what is called lichen plantus, which is mold. And when you have lichen plantus, your body break out all over. It becomes polka dot, uh, just like a polka dot piece of cloth. And this mold is inside of you, your eyes, your down, your throat, this everywhere. And uh, during that time, I found out I, I had food allergies and I found out I was allergic to pork, cabbage, white potatoes, uh, Peanuts, things that I have been eating all of my life. For 45 years, I have been eating this stuff because we ra- I grew up on a farm. We raised everything we ate. Uh, so, you know, hogs and cattle and chickens, uh, that was just what we raised. So we raised, we ate what we raised. And at 45, uh, I went in and the doctor told me, he said, you are allergic to pork and cabbage. And I eat cabbage two or three times a day, ate potatoes three times a day and uh, i said doc you need to go back to school you don't know what you're talking about i said i've been eating this stuff all my life you've been killing yourself all your life and as you grow older he says your natural immune system your body is not going to protect you because you lose the body lose that ability uh to do that because you don't the body is not cleaned the way it's normally clean and so it, to my mm-hmm. amazement, I mm-hmm. I got off of this 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 food, uh, pork and stuff. I I laid back for like a month, and I went back to see him, and he was like, "What happened? What happened? What happened?" And, and I had dropped about fifteen pounds, and uh, then he explained to me that pork is, is has a natural salt, and that uh, because when you leave pork alone, you you. Your salt level goes down. When you do that, your water flushes you out and so forth. So I learned that. And so that was at 45. Mm -hmm. And I moved down here to Memphis in 2011. In 2013, I was on my way one morning to the commissary. And so I would eaten bananas all my life. Mm -hmm. This morning I went out, I ate a banana. and, And I ate a banana on the way back. And by the time I got home, I, my my ears were swelling into my throat, and I knew I wasn't going to make the hospital because I, I you know, driving. So the Lord said to her, get you some hot water and some salt. Mm-hmm. And I drank that hot water and salt, and and mucus come up out of me about a foot long, had banana seeds in it, and I laid down, but that that banana got that poison out of me. But it goes back to. Um, my doctor discussed with me acute indigestion. Mm-hmm. He says no such thing as acute indigestion. What happens is, we eat stuff that we're allergic to. We don't know we're allergic to it. We lay down, and and we we die in our sleep because uh, of the, the acuteness of the 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 uh, 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 allergicness to the to the item that we ate. Mm-hmm. So as a people, we don't check ourselves. We we go to doctors but we don't really use the doctors for what we can use them for uh and that is you know you need to find out what you're allergic to and then i found out uh and with these oils as well that if you use lemon or peppermint or roman chamomile these things will relieve your body of toxins they will flush your body out so mm-hmm. if you do happen to eat something if you flush yourself then you won't have any problem when get rid of these toxics, as well as lemongrass is an anti-toxin. So when you get toxicity in your body from eating foods that you're allergic to, then you need to get something in your body that will relieve you of that toxicity. And, and so lemon and lemongrass will help in mm-hmm. removing that, uh, stuff that you eat, it'll help your body uh, rid itself of things mm-hmm. that you are allergic to, the toxicity in, in the food that we eat. And, and a lot of times, like I said, we just don't know that we've eaten something that's toxic. I didn't know for 45 years. I was eating things that were slowly uh, taking me out of here. And I didn't know mm-hmm. that eating two bananas w- would mess me up. But thanks be to God, He, you know, you got to find out what you're allergic to. And when you get some signs, and sometimes when you get some signs, we don't pay signs no mind. Sometimes I can eat a peanut and I can go to wheeze. And one peanut will cause me to wheeze like a person with chronic asthma. Mm-hmm. And so, so common sense tells me that, look, you need to back off of that peanut or get yourself checked out. A lot of people eat things, make them cough, and they'll keep eating.
0: So mm-hmm.
2: my, my mm-hmm. suggestion is, one is get with the, uh, an allergist and find out what you're allergic to. Two is start using some things that will eliminate that toxicity from your body. And these oils are great for doing that. And, uh, like I say, one, one I would recommend is, is like peppermint. Uh, uh, you talked about ginger a while ago relieving, uh, indigestion and so forth. But peppermint is a, is a great one for headaches and, 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 and lemon and lemongrass. Mm-hmm. Lemon is a, is a cleanser. Not only does it cleanse you, but it helps regulate your blood pressure. So, uh, those, those, are some that I would recommend based upon, you know, my experience in life, uh, because they really help.
1: All right, thank you, Dr. Young. We appreciate your uh, uh, insight into um, the foods and what they will do uh, to acutely affect us. And many times, you're so right, many times, uh, after eating, uh, certain things start to happen uh, in our bodies. And uh, what we do is uh, we treat uh, the symptoms, but we never get to the root cause. And uh, we'll go and uh, we'll get the Pepto Bismol, uh, mm-hmm. we'll get the Tums, uh, and the Imodium, and other uh, over the counter uh, meds. And what they will do is they will. Uh, mask the real reason why we're having the discomfort in the first place mm-hmm. and so they only temporarily um, they're like uh, putting a band-aid on a gunshot wound we don't mm-hmm. treat we don't treat the uh, the gunshot wound we just try to stop the bleeding and and once the bleeding stops, we think that internally everything, is all right, but then we go back to the same thing and we're constantly using these same over-the-counter meds or even prescribed meds, which over the long run uh, will cause more damage uh, because the problem persists and we never treat it, we just get it masked. And by the time we do discover what it is with more testing, it has certainly uh, blown wide scale and over the top. And so that's why it's important, as you said, to make sure that we get good diagnostics about what's going on with our bodies. And as you mentioned about uh, the allergies, Uh, yes, uh, two great oils for uh allergies are melaleuca, which is also known as tea tree, mm-hmm. and also lavender. And mm-hmm. when we're talking about these oils, we're not talking about mixed oils that you get at the five and ten cent store. And uh there are some people uh when we introduce uh our program to them and they see the price and what they do is rather than uh purchase oils through our reputable site, they will run uh, to uh, a, a discount store and they'll see something uh, that everything on the shelf is 2 dollars or $3.99, regardless of what the oil is. And people will buy a gallon of, of frankincense and say, yes, I have frankincense, and they'll show it to you. And if you open it up, you think that it's been mixed with kerosene or something. Hmm. Uh, And so they think that they're getting something, but in reality, uh, they have nothing that will help them. And as you mentioned about the peppermint and gingers and these oils, uh, if an oil such as a peppermint, such as a clove, uh, a lemon, oregano, rosemary. These oils, if you cannot use them internally, if they say on the bottle, and you have a clove or eucalyptus, uh, uh or if a uh, frankincense, a lavender, a lemon, or oregano, a or peppermint, a rosemary. Uh, if you have these oils and they say for external use only then put them back and leave them back on the shelf because they are not good. A peppermint oil that's only for external use only is not pure peppermint. That's right. A clove oil or a lavender or a lemon or an oregano or rosemary or any of these oils that you know can be used internally, and if in doubt, ask somebody if a particular oil can be used for internal consumption, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and if it doesn't say it on the bottle, and you know you've been eating a peppermint stick, or you have uh, been eating on a clove bud, and you can't do it, because it's in a bottle that says for external use only, then you know it's not pure. So we are discussing eating to live or living to eat. And so we talked about ginger, green tea. You want to drink, leave the carbonated sodas alone. Cut back on them. If you want to know how to get gout and keep gout, just keep drinking all of these carbonated sodas. Some folk just can't drink without a Coke or without a Pepsi or without something that supposedly I need to get my burp on. Mm -hmm. These are filled with acids which will lead to your gout. And so you have to be very careful as well. I know you talk; we talk about uh, what to avoid as far as foods are concerned, but you also have to avoid what you're drinking. And carbonated drinks are not good for your body. 1717 has joined. Thank you for coming on on today. If you're going to drink something, drink the green teas. Drink the green teas. I do the ginseng tea as well. And Mrs. Adams makes a ginger tea for me. And when she makes it out of the ginger root, we put honey in it. I sweeten it with honey. And then I, when I want to, I just take it out of the refrigerator and I can heat up a cup full or a container full if I'm going somewhere. And then I can put some of my other oils in there, a drop or so, a clove oil or uh, peppermint if i want to clear out my respiratory system and breathe well i make sure i put some peppermint or some mint type of oil in there a cinnamon is a great oil that you can put in there that also is good for your diabetes and those of you who are dealing with diabetes which is one of uh, the most common prevalent problems in America among people is diabetes. And I was just talked to a lady last night and we have a, a blend uh, called On Guard. And she told me that ever since she has started using the doTERRA oils and the blends, that she has not had a diabetic major flare-up. And she knows that when she's getting ready, something is getting ready to happen, she she goes and gets a drop of cinnamon or cassia, C-A-S-S-I-A, to go along with her drink, and she puts it in there, or with our... uh on guard soft gels, she just ingested and in the soft gel form, it digests in her uh, intestinal tract and it uh, uses the many different oils on the cellular level and it helps her that way. When we look at other foods and other drinks when we're looking at how to get rid of high cholesterol, and when we talk about not only cholesterol, but as I said earlier, the honey, and how it keeps you healthy, keeps you healthy by dealing with these allergies that we've been talking about. It helps with ulcers. It coats upset stomachs. Uh, it fends off free radicals and adds on antioxidants. And honey, as a natural sweetener, also energizes you. So instead of getting all of these highs from these Cokes and these fruit drinks and all of these other things that you get off the uh, menu or go through, the fast foods, and they give you a 30-ounce, a, a 30 32-ounce uh, cup filled with sugar and water with a little uh, taste uh, taste bud uh, to help you. Uh, all it does is cause you to have a sugar spike. And so honey will energize you. And that's another uh, ingredient that we can use. Also, don't hesitate to use your lemons and your limes. As Dr. Young said earlier, the lemon oil and the potency of the lemons and the limes is not from the pulp. It's actually from the rinds Mm -hmm. and that's why if you use some lemon oil if you're going to do your teas put you a drop or so of your lemon oil or your lime oil and it will enhance the ability to break down these toxins and to uh, detox your body and to cleanse you and you'll feel uh, uh, your your, your, uh, your veins and your arteries and all of this will thank you. Believe me, they will be glad that you thought about them. It's not just about the physical body, but you've got to understand you've got to keep your blood vessels clear. You've got to keep them uh, in such a condition that your blood can flow without slowing down, without having lightheadedness and dizziness. And so you want to make sure uh, that the blood gets to all of your extremities so that your skin won't start uh, darkening. Your nails won't start hardening. And these are the kinds of things that let you know whether or not you're eating right. It's not about how much you eat, but it's the quality of what you eat. You can still eat your little desserts and your little sweets, but you have to do it in moderation. And when you do that, you, you really, 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 really help your body if you're on the line before we close out hello to you V-A-G-H-E-L-A-Y-A-S-H 1717 hello if you have something that you would like to dialogue with just input it into the box. You ought to have some favorite healthy foods that you eat on every menu. And you ought to go to places if you're going out that will have Menu items that you know will be healthy for you. And foods should be natural. They should, G- uh, excuse me, be GMO free and wherever possible, organic. And let me tell you, one of the greatest drinks you already know that you can have is water. Water. Water is the best thing for your liver health. Prunes and raisins are good for your liver health. Dandelion greens, rosemary, okra, plum tomatoes, cabbage, and fennel. And Dr. Young says he can't, can't ingest peanuts. But can you do uh, Brazil nuts, Dr. Young?
2: Oh, yes, sir. I do all all of that. Pecans. I do uh, uh... What about your hazelnuts and walnuts? Yes, sir. Hazelnuts, walnuts, pecan, Brazil nuts, uh, cashews, do everything except that peanut.
1: Except the peanut. Yes, sir. All right. And make sure if you're going to do... Yes. Yeah, almond. Yes, sir. We we keep those stacked uh, uh, almonds. Uh, They're good fiber as well as walnuts which are a good brain food, you need to make sure that you're buying good walnuts and eat them as a snack. Along, uh, and I usually do a, uh, a mixture of pecans, walnuts, almonds, and raisins. That well, becomes sure. sometimes, many times, that becomes my breakfast for the day. And I will take the uh, tea and uh, mix it with uh, honey. And sometimes I will put uh, some uh, other juice in it. I will put some uh, pure grape juice or pure uh, cranberry juice. And I'll use that as my nutrient. Mm-hmm. And it's good, and it's it's a great way uh, to uh, fix your appetite in the morning without overeating. Apple juice, prune juice, lemon juice, and ginger juice, these are good juices. Make sure you're eating apples. Apples are great. A lot of people want to give them to children but we need to also eat apples as well. Mm-hmm. And when you're doing your, uh, your baking, bake you some apples if you don't want to eat them raw. Bake them. And if you're going to sweeten them, don't use that uh, cane sugar. As I said, use a little honey and some other natural sweeteners. Learn how to use alternative so that you won't be dealing with high blood pressure. You won't be dealing with kidney diseases as much and strokes and heart problems and fevers and hardening of your arteries. And if you'll do that, You will eat to live rather than living to eat. Because one thing I want to tell you, it's not how much you eat, but it is the quality of what you eat. This is Crossroads. I am your host, narrator and moderator, Lee Adams. It is where East and West and North and South come together. It is the epicenter and the center point. It is the crossroads. And I want to thank you, Dr. Young, for joining on with us on this morning, as well as so many of you. I thank you. I appreciate you. For coming and joining with us, my website is my.doterra.com slash Adams. My My.dotera, dot doTerra d o t t r r a doTerra.com/slash Adams, and the word doTerra is a Latin derivative meaning gift of the earth and everything that the most high has done is a gift of the earth and we thank him so much and i thank you for listening to this broadcast living to eat or eating to live until the next time god willing and dr bruce smith is able And I want to thank each and every one of you and may God bless you and may God keep you and that you will have a long, healthy and productive life. The rest of your life begins today. Let's enjoy. Have a great day.